unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. All right, welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel, and a very special surprise on today's episode. So first of all, David, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, Nathan. How are you? I'm good, and I'm excited about what you've got ready for the listeners this week. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a, a job opportunity or a way for for experienced copywriters to stop working 80 hours a week. So um, um, let's get right into it. Our guest today, welcome, Kira Hug. Uh, you may know of her from the Copywriter Club or the Copywriter Underground, where she is co-founder. Kira also heads a micro agency, as she calls it, where she leads a team of copywriters on projects for launches, course launches, membership launches, product launches. And in fact, her specialty is personality-driven launch copy and brand strategy. I've known Kira for a while, and I was really intrigued when I learned she knows a lot about working with junior copywriters. Now, this is a topic both beginners and veteran copywriters can benefit from, but from either side of this, by learning more about it. And that's what she's going to talk about today. And by now, I guess you know what I'm going to talk about, and that's this. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. And most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims, and if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So Kira, first, welcome. Long time. Great to see you. Thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm just all smiles over here. I'm excited to be here. You uh, were my copy coach, I think two summers ago, and I got to work with you closely then. And so I'm just honored to be your guest. Yes. And since then, you've moved from New York City to Washington, D.C. I did. Yeah. I finally got out of New York City. Yeah, there's a movie when in the 80s called Escape from New York. I remember that for my <laughs> myself as well. Um, but you know, Washington DC, I was born there. I was born at 6 and I Northwest. That. Yeah, in uh a, there's no longer a hospital there. It was called Doctors Hospital and um so my hometown, my hometown. All right. Good. Well, when you come back, I need to hang out. We need to hang out. Absolutely. <laughs> show me around. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. You'll probably know more than I will. But anyway, let's let's jump into today's show. I, I'm really intrigued by this because we've never talked about it before in, in, on, on this show. And I think it's really an important topic for people to know about, you know, especially if if you're outside of like the huge big box agency world, you might not even know what a junior copywriter is. So why don't you just give us the lowdown? What's a junior copywriter and what's your experience been either as one long in the past or working with them today? Yeah. So a junior copywriter is really a subcontractor that you hire to help support your copywriting projects. So you may hire them to join your team for a project. Maybe it's a couple a week or a couple months, or you could hire them to join your team for a longer duration, depending on what exactly you need. I've been 
a junior copywriter a couple of times, but mostly I've hired many, many junior copywriters to join my team to work on projects with me. So I've seen both sides, but mostly I've been hiring and working with them. Okay. And you said you have a micro agency. Do you have a name for it or is it a little more informal than that? For the agency. Um, it's Kira Hug Media. Okay. Really creative there. <laughs> well, I think I always think it's better to save your creativity for your work. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Kira Hug Media. Good. So what are the different ways you can work with junior copywriters on a project? Okay. So you can pull in a junior copywriter into a project to focus on research, which we all know takes a lot of time, can be very exhaustive. And so I've hired junior copywriters to help me conduct customer interviews, especially on larger projects, um, just because it takes so much time out of my schedule. So they'll actually book them, they'll run them, they'll transcribe. Um, You could even have your junior copywriter dig through not only pull research, but start to synthesize research and pull out key messages um, and get really in-depth into the messaging side of it. You could hire a junior copywriter to work on a project from start to finish, which is probably most typical where you bring them on, you want them involved in the research, you want them to write the copy, um, and you want them to be involved until the very end of the project. You could also hire them to focus on one specific deliverable, which I've done many times. If you have a larger project, you may want to bring on a junior copywriter just to write um, the email sequence, but you're managing the rest of the project, or maybe they're just writing the Facebook ads. That works really well if you need to hire and bring on someone who specializes and maybe has a specialization that you don't have. You can add them to your team to focus on that. Wow, that's a lot of different things. What can a junior copywriter do to land a copy gig with a, a pro copywriter? I mean, sometimes on Facebook, people will message me and they'll like, you yeah. know, full frontal assault and, and it's, Hey, can, you know, do you need, if you ever need any help and I don't, I don't even know the person. I mean, that doesn't seem like a good way to do it. Yeah. That's usually not a good way to do it. I would say, I mean, showing up in their world is the best way to do it. So that could be as simple as most, um, copywriters who are hiring, who are at that stage where they're bringing on junior copywriters have their own programs. I mean, most of us are um, teaching as well. So you could join and participate in something that they've already created, whether it's a coaching program, whether it's hiring them to work with them. So potentially hiring you, David, just to get in front of you and to show um, you your uh, the copy. So if you aren't necessarily able to make that type of investment and join a course or a program to get in front of them and to get into that inner circle, then um, you can also connect on social media, right? Where most of us are on social media. That is a free way that you can start to comment, support them, um, really like think about how you can give back to that person. So um, how can I support your podcast and promote your podcast to to, um, do good and also get your attention and show that I'm a fan and I'm willing to help you out um, to just kind of grab your attention. So that's one way. Definitely visibility helps. Um, I typically, when I'm looking for junior copywriters, I'll go to my own memberships and my own communities first because I know everyone's vetted and I, I know most people and I can trust them rather than going outside and taking someone potentially random um, where things could go wrong. Yeah. Well, we'll get to this at the end again, but it seems like you have a a swath, a, a number of different um, membership groups, maybe some free, some paid, like Copywriter Club. Could you just run down the list? 
Yeah. So we have a free Facebook group um, with about 11,000 copywriters. Um, It's called the Copywriter Club Facebook group. And so that's free. Anyone can join that. And then we have a private membership uh, called the Copywriter Underground, uh, which is our paid membership. And that's closer to 300 members. So a little bit more vetted. And that's where I will usually go because there's so many talented writers in that group. Okay, cool. We'll we'll get back to that at, at the end. So from the point of view of being a, a senior copywriter or the agency owner, uh, what would you say are the pros and cons of adding a junior copywriter to your team? Yes, so definitely a lot of pros, which is um, why I've done it so many times. Um, I, if you love collaboration and you believe in you know one plus one equals three and the power of creativity and almost having that writer's room, which I think like the coveted writer's room that we all want, um, you can create that. And you can create that with not just one, but even a couple writers on a, the same project and different specialties. So there's some magic that happens that I'm really drawn to where I know that the quality is higher if it's multiple people rather than just me. Um, Another pro, I mean, a huge pro is that you have more support, uh, which means less work for you. And that's really helpful as you get busier and as you, you know, launch new parts of your business and you have less time, that support has been critical. At this stage in my business, I just don't have the same capacity I had a couple of years ago. So I need that support. And I bring on junior copywriters onto every single project I work on today. Another pro is that you can learn from other experts. So even though they're junior copywriters, um, they're bringing in their own set of skills and their own writing style and even their own um, sometimes project management skills where you get to see how they manage a project and you can learn from your junior copywriter. I always learn from them something new that I can that makes me a better writer or something new that I could add to my own project management or research uh, process. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good point because a lot of people get into copywriting after they've already succeeded at something else and they see there's such a good opportunity. So they may be a junior copywriter, but they could be an expert in, in project management or maybe some kind of branding or I don't know what, but I mean, do you find that? Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like I've learned from every single junior copywriter I've worked with and I can teach them something and then they can teach me something. So ideally it is collaborative in that way where everyone gets something out of it. I'd say the other pro that stands out is that there's this mindset shift that happens when you add someone to your team, especially for newer copywriters who view themselves as freelancers, even if they don't call themselves freelancers, they're like, you view yourself as a solo preneur. And when you add people to your team and you add an editor and you add a research analyst to your project, you start to view yourself as more of an entity and a company and bigger than just one person. And that mindset shift has helped me increase my rates and charge more because I finally got the big picture. Like this isn't, this isn't just me charging hourly. I've got a business, I've got overhead, um, and I'm providing value with multiple people on this creative team. So I should be charging for it. And I want to be able to pay my junior copywriters well. Um, so I need to be charging more for that. So I think if you're struggling with pricing, um, doing something like this can just change the way you think about what you're creating. That's really good. And to bring on a junior copywriter, it can be on a per project basis, right? I mean, because the, the, the loud clang of the anvil in my head was, uh-oh, payroll. 
you know, oh, yeah. monthly yeah. nut, you know, uh, yeah. liability, blah, blah. It doesn't have to be that. You you can structure it more um, on a, a contractor on a 1099 basis, right? Definitely. And I'm, I'm not in, you know, I don't want to hire full-time employees. I don't want to hire anyone to that capacity. So that's why I call it a micro agency, flexible agency, because I view it as I don't have to bring on a ton of employees. If I want to book a quarter free where I'm focusing on other projects, I don't have to worry about letting people go. And so Mm. I just view it by project. And really the copywriters I bring into each project depend on the project. So I don't really want the same copywriters from project to project because they may not have the right voice to match the client, or they may not have the right skill set. So I just kind of like to keep it, um, keep it open um, and not be too attached to anyone where I feel stuck and it feels like it just becomes too big and overwhelming. Yeah, that's totally understandable. So let's take a little, a short walk on the dark side now. I mean, what are some of the disasters <clears throat> that you could have and how can you avoid them? I thought maybe we would skim over all the disasters. (laughs) Yeah. No, well, I think we should talk about the risks and the cons because there are many. And so it can be risky, right? If you don't bring on the right person, it can cause more damage than it's worth, right? Cause more stress, um, could damage client relationships, could possibly cost you the project fee. Um, So there's definitely a risk involved and a stress level. Um, it could mess up your timelines. I think that's the, the usually the biggest con for me is just <laughs> copywriters aren't always the best with timelines. And now when you're adding in multiple people into one major timeline, it's just, there's more things that could go wrong. And there's nothing worse than being on a project and you're late to deliver the, the client deliverables because of your subcontractor, because of the junior copywriter. Like I'm okay being late if it's because of me. Um, but if it's because of someone I hired, uh, that person's not going to get hired again. And I probably will tell other people that you don't want to work with that person either. So, um, but those are the main ones. I mean, it's just more, if you don't bring in the right person, there's more damage that could be caused. You may have to redo everything the night before it's due. And so a lot of that can be avoided just by vetting the people, maybe, you know, starting them small on a little project, checking references in a little more depth than people sometimes do things like that. Vetting for sure. I mean, ideally people, you know, or someone that um, was introduced to you, someone else trusts that person. Um, I like the idea of test projects, which I've started recently, where you can have a couple different copywriters on a test project where you still pay them, but you pay them a little bit less, more of a stipend. And you get to see if they can hit the timelines, if they can follow a project brief, if how, what their writing style is, what their voice um, sounds like. And that way you aren't committed to anyone. It's just one simple project, like writing an email and you get to see, are they good? Did they show up? Did they get it? Did they get feedback and take the feedback and implement the changes? And so that way, like, then you can pull in the people who are really talented. Um, So I think that's definitely the best way to go. I should have done that years ago. (laughs) You know, it's, it's funny. Um, You say those things and someone who has no experience actually working with other people, working with a team, it's, oh, that's silly. What you And anyone who's been there is just nodding seriously, (laughs) um, trying to keep their stomach from churning, remembering when it didn't go right. So those are really, really good points. But if, if you haven't experienced them, trust Kira, trust the voice of experience on that. She knows what she's talking about. Do you have a problem with Kindle books? I do. 
Sometimes I really just want to hold a book in my hand so I can turn the pages and highlight stuff and make notes. That's one reason I recently released the print version of my book, Breakthrough Copywriting. And listen to this. On Facebook, I've gotten pictures posted from around the world. Pictures of people holding their printed copy of Breakthrough Copywriting in their hands, including one from an A-list screenwriter and marketer in L.A.'s famous Topanga Canyon. He was reading the book in his hot tub. Breakthrough Copywriting is a great book for you, whether you are a beginner or an A-lister yourself or anywhere in between. It costs a tiny, tiny fraction of my $5,000 a head seminar that the book is based on. So check out Breakthrough Copywriting on Amazon.com. Now, back to the show. Let's try and come back into the sunlight a little bit. What sure. can a junior copywriter do to nail a subcontracting gig with a pro copywriter? So, so to speak to what we just shared, meet your deadlines. I would say that's like that's number one and obvious. We struggle with it meet all of your deadlines, get it in before your deadline. Um, I've had copywriters disappear on me where the deadline's approaching and I haven't heard from them. I don't know if they're alive or not. They don't respond. And so I'm starting to rewrite everything the night before the, the deadline. And then they show up a couple of days later. There's nothing worse than that experience. It's hard to bounce back from that. Um, Another you know, tip is to ask questions. Usually the senior copywriter is probably busy. That's why they hired you. They're, mul they're managing multiple projects. Um, they will give you a brief, but there's probably more information that you need. And so be proactive and ask questions and get extract all the information that you need. Be really confident to do that rather than just hiding and only taking what the senior copywriter gives you. Let me uh, elaborate on that. I agree yeah. with you 100%. And I'd like to add, ask questions and listen carefully, <laughs> right. maybe even take notes or record it. Because I remember talking to a, a publisher of a high-end newsletter about a copywriter, a young copywriter I knew. And he said, yeah, he asked me the same question six times, you know, and he obviously wasn't listening or he was just you know, being too risk averse and trying to nail down every detail so he'd never make a mistake. So, but if if you can ask questions intelligently and, and listen carefully, um, not not trying to contradict you, just trying to warn people that, yeah. you know, not, not to come on with a full on assault on the senior copywriter with, with questions. Okay. Smart, smart questions, strategic questions, and then taking the answers and doing something with that. And the only other point I'd add is to over-communicate too. And, and again, to be careful, because you're right, we don't, we don't want to hear it, have emails constantly thrown at us, but to not disappear in your copy cave, to have a communication system set up that you and the senior copywriter have both agreed this type of communication works well for both of us, whether it's a daily check-in or a weekly check-in, and then stick to it. Yeah, good, good advice. So when, as, as a senior copywriter or in your case, as a senior copywriter and an agency owner, when is the right time to hire a junior copywriter? Yeah, well, if you haven't worked with a junior copywriter before, but you have a couple projects coming up and you want to test it out, I would say test out the process when you're not bombarded and stressed out and overwhelmed with too many projects and too many tight deadlines. Wait, wait, are, are you saying don't wait till the last minute? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> a lot yeah. of this advice is what I'm giving to myself um, and what I've needed to hear for years. So, um, you know, that, but that's typically when we do look for junior copywriters. It's, and I've, I've talked to copywriters recently who've done that. They're just, they lined up 20 projects and they're like, help, I need help. So try to avoid that, even though it's hard, um, because it's hard to bring on a junior copywriter and bring them into the fold when you are stressed and overwhelmed. Also, if you have retainers, if you have, can set up a couple of retainers or one retainer, that is an ideal time to bring on a junior copywriter because you don't have to start over every month. You, you know what you're creating. You know the voice of the client. It's just easier to transition a junior copywriter into a retainer project that's steady um, that you can kind of bring them into every single month if they're the right fit. Yeah. So I, I guess an important um, point is um, just because you know how to write copy, doesn't mean you automatically know how to communicate with or manage a junior copywriter. That's, that's a separate skill in and of itself, isn't it? Yes. It's taken time for me to figure that out as well. That's a different skill set, And there are multiple factors involved as far as copy chiefing and giving solid feedback on the copy, but also project management, um, communication, and um, creating a system really that works for, for all the parties. Not to mention dealing with creative people or other <laughs> creative people. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know if we covered this before, but um, if there's anything else to add, uh, what are the tasks I, I could expect a junior copywriter to do, learn realistically, or maybe even better, how do you assess you know, what's possible when this isn't a school situation or, you know, um, um, like, you know, like copywriter underground, this is real world with real times, real deadlines. How do you assess? How do you figure out what the person can do and can't do? I think it's important to start off understanding what you're, how you're bringing them into the project. Are you bringing them in um, to support you with a small part of the project? Or are you bringing them in to manage the entire project? Or are you bringing them in as a partner at a higher level where maybe you're splitting the project in half and they're maybe a little bit more senior um, or maybe they're doing every single thing and you're, you're paying them well and you just need to sign off on it, but you trust them and they have that level of skill so they can do that. So first understand how you're bringing them into the mix and, you know, compensate them for that too. Uh, but then once you figure that out, uh, some of the basic tasks that any junior copywriter should do is, um, communicate clearly, provide revisions. There should be a set amount of revisions in the, the contract or in your conversation with them, maybe two to three uh, throughout the process. They usually are involved in the research, but that's something that you could discuss. Do you want to handle the research? Do you want to hand it off to them? Um, that should be something that you discuss at the beginning. And typically they're not the project manager. Um, if that's something they like, maybe they want to get involved with the project management of the project, but that's not always to be expected. If you're a senior copywriter, you should have your systems in place where you're managing the project or you have a team member who's managing the project. The one thing that you do not need to expect your copywriter to do is to handle the client. Handling the client, again, unless you discuss that, handling the client is typically still you know, the senior copywriter, the copy chief is managing that client relationship unless you agree to hand that off to, which I don't typically do. Okay. That, that sounds fine. And, you know, to be honest, I did not realize you worked with so many junior copywriters yourself when we, um, 
first set this up because there was so much other information, great information. What's the next step? If someone wants to work with you, it, it seems like you hire a goodly number of people. Is that correct? I hire a handful. I have um, a couple of retainer clients and a couple of projects I'll take on. Not as many as I had a couple of years ago because I am focusing on the copywriter club and building that. But there are many copywriters like me who are in the copywriter underground, which is the private membership we mentioned earlier. And they're always looking for help. I mean, there's so many copywriters who are doing really well right now, doing really well um, through the pandemic and busy and they need help, but they just need someone that they can trust. So again, whether it's uh, the copywriter underground or another space, show up in one and show up fully rather than spreading yourself thin and not really allowing people to get to know you in any community. Choose one and um, go all in and build relationships and support people in there. And then talk about what you want to do too. Be clear about, hey, I really want to write website copy. Um, I can support you with website copy if you have overflow. Here's, here's my best work and share one, you know, one recent project with them. So um, that's the best way to do it. And if you want to show up in the Copywriter Underground, it's a great way for me to get to know you and the other copywriters in that group. And that's... TheCopywriterUnderground.com. Oh, is it TheCopywriterUnderground.com? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there's it either. Nathan, do you have any questions for Kira? I don't. You guys pretty much covered the whole span of everything a very uh, a wealth of knowledge and uh, a bunch of information i'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to this i will just add my own two cents a lot of these these issues that she was talking about as far as working with another copywriter are also things that if you're a copywriter you should be taking into consideration when you're talking about working with your clients things like having good communication things like um, setting expectations, things like uh, all, all these things that make a good relationship between a copywriter and a junior copywriter also make a good relationship between a copywriter and a client. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, a, a lot of copywriters are so focused on results and, you know, what antisocial personalities they have, almost like they <laughs> wear it on their sleeve or on their shoulders as stripes in the military or something that we forget. Actually, it's real business with real people. And uh, your clients do like to have some idea of what's going right. on. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Keep them informed. Keep your clients updated about what they're paying you for. Right. Yeah, that's Kira, really thank good. you so much for coming on. Uh, real quick, before we're out of here, where can people go to find more about you and your two communities? Yes, you can learn more about the Copywriter Club at thecopywriterclub.com. And if you want to join the free Facebook group, you can just search the Copywriter Club on Facebook and you'll find it. And then if you want to see me on my website, which is kind of... <laughs> fun website. Kirahug.com is where you can find my copy services in my own copy media company. K-I-R-A-H-U-G.com. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's great to see you yeah. after all these years. Yeah. I know. Thank you for having me. This is really fun. And again, I love your show and I'm just honored to be a part of your show. Well, we're, we're really pleased and honored that you're here. Awesome. And if you, the listener, want more episodes of this podcast, you can find it over at copywriterspodcast.com. And until next time, we will catch you later. See you later.
Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network. 